Welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Welcome back for another episode. Today, we are talking about how to embrace being single and how to make the most out of being single and really how to just find contentment and peace and acceptance of being single. So as an overview for the episode today, we'll talk about how society has made us to feel like we're failing if we aren't in a relationship and how to work through that and how to actually love and embrace being single without giving up on love, how to use your time of singleness to help you grow and prepare for your best life and potentially a future relationship, how to find confidence through being single, and coming into deeper acceptance, presence, and really just cultivating everything that you need and that you're wanting to get met potentially through a relationship within yourself. And just recognizing that everybody's journey is different and how to just connect to your own inner joy and connection and peace so that you can create the life that you want to create for you. And before we get into that, we'll hear from the sponsor, which is my program Alchemy. And I've been chatting about it a lot. If you've been here for a few episodes, you might have heard me talk about it. Alchemy is my 90-day program for women who are wanting to heal their relationship patterns. And it is the deep dive into understanding your mind, your psyche, and really everything that makes you you and makes you tick in relationship. And what we do inside of Alchemy is heal the relationship that you have with yourself so that that can then be mirrored with the relationships that you have in the external world, right? So we're getting a really in-depth read of your subconscious mind, how you think, how you see the world, what belief systems you hold, and working to get all of that in alignment so that you can walk forward confidently, connected, and really just living in truth, right? So making decisions that are for you, joining relationships that are actually healthy and aligned to your values, making empowering choices, doing things that ultimately will raise you up rather than self-sabotaging patterns and everything in between. So it is really deep. It is integrative as well. And a big thing that I always talk about is it's not just more information. Like there's so much information in the world and we could really just spend forever going into all of that. And while information is important, and I definitely cover lots of it in the program, it's more than that. It's actual integration and practice. So you get to practice embodying parts of yourself that you've rejected or repressed. You get to practice setting boundaries. You get to practice embodying different things and regulating your nervous system and breathing and looking at so many other things that are just going to help you really connect the dots within your own mind and life and patterns and liberate you. And something that's really important to me and I want to convey is that it's not just you being told what's going on for you and why this is happening. It's you actually learning how to connect those dots in your own life and in your own mind so that you can be empowered to be your own healer, your own inner work guide, and really just know what it is that you need in each moment and how to tend to yourself and everything. And that's really the biggest gift you can give yourself and something that was given to me through my teachings and my practices and my mentors. And that's a gift that I just want to continue giving because we all hold the answers that we seek within and you have unique medicine for yourself, for the world, 
And ultimately, you know best, and I want you to know that and feel empowered in that. It's really just about cultivating the right understandings and having the right practice grounds so that you can move into that and you can step forward in your life. So if you're interested in finding out more, you can DM me alchemy program and I will send you a DM and give you some information. And from there, if we feel it is a fit, we can jump on a consult call and that'll be really a place for me to ensure that you will succeed in this work and that it's right for you. And you'll get all the details there and be able to ask all the clarifying questions. And if you aren't a fit, then I will let you know, and I will ensure that you're walking away with resources and tools that you can be supported with where you're at in your journey. So again, you can DM me alchemy program and we can start that exploration. So diving into the episode for today, we're going to talk about being single and why being single is actually awesome and amazing and empowering. And I'm going to share more about my journey of being single and actually going from a breakup that left me feeling as though being single was going to be the worst thing ever and it turned into the best. So I really just want to empower all the single ladies out there or single men if you're listening I work with women, so I specifically reference that, but of course, whomever is here listening, you can receive lots from this episode. So maybe you're here listening to this episode and you've been single for a really long time, or maybe you recently got out of a relationship and you're just trying to find your footing and reconnect to yourself, but either way, you can really get a lot out of this episode because being single is a really important time in our life, and I believe something that ought to be more embraced and ought to be loved because we can actually receive so much from it and it is a really clarifying time and helps us reconnect to who we actually are and what we want. So I'm going to go into all of that. And of course, I'm not saying that being in a relationship is any less healing or expansive, but there is medicine in both of them and everybody's journey is different. And maybe it is of your work to lean in more and open up your heart and work towards having a relationship because maybe you feel safer having walls up or maybe you're somebody that jumps from relationship to relationship and maybe there's some medicine for you and actually just taking a prolonged time of being on your own so that you can learn who you are outside of a relationship, right? So this could show up for everybody differently, but it's just important to know that being single can be a really, really healing thing. And I think a lot of us carry this somewhat of a fantasy that once we get into the right relationship, that all of our problems are going to disappear or that we will be complete or that we will be fulfilled. And ultimately, that's just not the case. Whether or not we're in a relationship or we're single, we are being met with our mind, our confrontations, our emotions, our feelings. And we're really just working through this human experience in different ways. And it doesn't matter what container you're in. You can struggle and you can be challenged and you can grow and you can do all of the things. So wherever you're at, I encourage you to really just recognize that there is no being saved and there is no situation externally that can allow you to feel saved. That is entirely an inside job, no matter what your relationship status. But that's an important one to address because a lot of us carry that and it's totally fine if you do. It's very human. It's just something to be aware of and to be mindful of. Otherwise, we can find ourselves being very disappointed or disconnected when it does come to a time that we maybe enter a relationship and realize that, oh, we're still human and, oh, life still has the potential to hurt and I still have these shadows and these wounds that I'm carrying, right? So just really reality checking and setting healthy expectations for the journey ahead. So I wanted to share a little bit about one of my stories of going through a breakup and entering into singleness. 
So about four and a half years ago, I went through a really big intense breakup. And at the time I was really struggling to understand what I wanted to do moving forward and who I was and what my place was in the world and how I wanted to show up. And within that relationship, I learned so much about myself and I found so many things that I loved through the person that I was with. And I really looked up to him. I really felt like he was this guide helping me to connect to more of who I am. And that was really beautiful. Then when we broke up, I remember this feeling of fearing that I wouldn't be able to do it on my own and that I needed him in a sense to achieve the goals and the dreams that I had because we had talked about you know, travel and entrepreneurship and starting things and leading this really healthy, wholesome life. And I felt somehow that when we broke up, I wouldn't be able to do that. What was really going on is I had a deep story that I just wasn't capable and I didn't recognize at the time that that's why that was showing up so loud. But what I came to discover after pretty intense four and a half years was that I was capable and it wasn't easy But I actually managed to do all the things that I wanted to do and more. You know, I traveled the world. I started a business. I put myself out there. I walked away from unhealthy situations. And I really just birthed this beautiful life that felt true and that felt connected and that felt aligned with my values. And I really cherished that time because I spent four and a half years being single and learning who I was and learning that I am capable and learning what I don't want and what I do want and really being able to put all of that in practice. And while I'm in a relationship now, I really, really hold that time as sacred and as important to my development because had I just jumped right into another relationship, I might have lost sight of that. I might have relied on somebody else or felt as though, again, I was riding on somebody else's dreams or desires or that I needed them in order to make a life for myself. And that could have gotten really codependent and enmeshed and just confusing. And I really know that I needed that time to actually develop a solid sense of self and clarity in terms of what I wanted in life. So I really just want to encourage this embracing of being single. And although it wasn't always easy for me spending four and a half years predominantly completely single, not really dating, I did have a few little flings here and there, but I spent almost that entire time totally on my own. So it was hard at times to accept, but there was a lot of embracing and surrendering to it and recognizing where I was at in my journey was okay and beautiful and enough. And I think that's something that I really want to convey is that even though you might want a relationship and that's beautiful and I'm not saying you should stop, it's really about finding fulfillment and comfort and acceptance where you're at right now because this is where you're at right now and this is the situation. And I think we spend so much of our life denying our reality and wanting things to be another way that we miss out on the medicine of the moment. We miss out on what is here, what is in front of us, what is a teaching or a lesson that we're meant to receive from this moment because we're so fixated on what we lack and what we want that we don't have, right? So it just gets to be disconnecting and and something that I'm continually trying to work on embracing in my own life too is how can I just be more accepting and surrender to the moment so that I can really listen and I can really pay attention to what is being offered to me because there's so much beauty in every scenario no matter how hard there is beauty so just learning to embrace that has been really healing for me in my journey and society has not made that easy that acceptance journey easy because There's all this narrative around almost feeling like a failure if you're not in a relationship, right? Especially for women who maybe if you're 
in your mid to late 30s, there can be this really extreme pressure for this biological clock that we all feel and know and talk about. And that can get really scary. And there's also all that conditioning around in order to be worthy, you need to be chosen and picked and all the Disney fairy tale confusion that led us to believe that our worthiness comes from whether or not we are being chosen or we are in a relationship. And I really want to just say that that's not true and that we get to actually work against that here. And again, I'm not saying that you should stop desiring a relationship. And I think it's actually really healthy to remain open to that. But releasing that timeline and those expectations that ultimately we can't control so that you can find happiness and connection and contentment in where you are right now because you deserve to feel that way. And then ironically, that's actually usually how we attract the right kinds of relationships, right? Whether it's romantic or friendship or whatever, when we reach deeper states of acceptance and fulfillment and connection within ourselves, we become more express, we become more full in the world, we become more who we are and we make decisions for ourselves. And that tends to be really attractive to the right person, right? We put ourselves into a place of authenticity that tends to make it pretty clear who we are and what kind of beauty that we bring to the table. And if you don't embrace the single journey, that you might find that you rush into a relationship just to soothe that fear of being alone. And obviously that can be really problematic because relationships have a really deep impact on your life, right? They impact your thoughts, your decisions, your lifestyle, like just so much. So it's really important to be very choosy and to think really clearly around who you're getting into a relationship with, right? And just not to take that decision lightly. And we don't want to let that fear of being alone push us into something that's not actually right for us. So what is possible in embracing singleness? Well, you can connect to hobbies, your values, your needs, part of your persona. You can try on new expressions of self. Maybe you can reconnect to your sensuality or your inner child, your playfulness, right? Maybe you can reconnect to art or a musical instrument or some kind of class that you've always wanted to do. You can spend all of this time nurturing the relationship that you have with yourself. And then of course, you can also nurture your friendships or any other kind of relationship that you're wanting to focus on. There's so much that we can actually receive from that time and space that we might not be able to connect to clearly when we're in a relationship. And I'm not saying if you're in a relationship, you can't do all of those things and find new expressions of self and hobbies and everything like that. But it just makes it a little bit more clear and spacious when you're fully in your singleness and just exploring for the sake of what feels good for me. And you're not really getting sidetracked or swept away by any kind of external perceptions, right? So of course, there's exploration in both. But again, just wanting to acknowledge and bring forward the gift that being in your own space can be. You can also make it a practice of learning how to self-soothe, right? And how to tend to yourself through difficult times. I think this is a really big part of knowing ourselves is knowing how to connect to ourselves in times of difficulty and struggle. And that's something that will be really useful later on in either a romantic relationship setting or friendship or whatever, right? So just, again, coming into greater connection with what you need when there's no one else to necessarily go to? How can you show up for yourself in that way that you might normally crave from another person? And I'm not saying you can't get support or soothing from other people. You can, but it's important to be able to self-resource our self-soothing. The more connected we are to our true self, the more confident we feel, the more clear we are, and the more we're able to discern who is right 
and not right for us, right? So that period of being single can help you actually ensure that if and when you are entering a new relationship, that you know what you want and who you are and what you need and that you're not settling for less than that. And then if and when, again, you enter into a relationship, having that clear sense of self allows you to maintain in individuality in a relationship and not get too enmeshed, not lose yourself in the other person. Really having that clear sense of here I am, here is how I show up for myself. This is what I want to spend my time doing. And this is what's really important to me. And you can do that side by side with somebody rather than becoming one mushy ball of of relationship, right? A codependent puddle, I guess, if you will, is how I'm seeing it in my mind right now. And something that's really beautiful, I believe that I received from that big span of being alone is this deep sense of trust and centeredness. So it's like, no matter what happens in my future, in my life, in my relationships, I know how to take care of myself and I know I'm going to be okay, right? No matter what happens, I know I'm going to be okay. And that actually allows me to open up to my partner in more love and in more trust because I'm not anxiously waiting for what if the ball drops, right? Or if I'm not putting up walls saying, well, what if everything goes wrong? I'm just going to protect myself. I can say, I know I can stay open to love and open to connection and at the same time hold this truth that if anything were to happen or just generally when shit goes down in my life because I know how to hold myself, I know how to tend to myself, I know what I need, right? And that is everything that's so important. And again, everyone's journey is different. Everyone has a different edge to lean into, right? Different medicine to receive from either relationship or being single and different time periods of your life. But again, all we can really do is accept and embrace what is our current situation and really just make the most out of it. So in order to really embrace being single and make the most out of this time, I think it's really important for you to begin experimenting, right? Maybe travel to a new place or try a new hobby and spend more time in nature, right? Connect with new friends, connect with just new people and new communities and really find out what it is that you like and you don't like so that you can get more and more clear on who you are. And you can also do inner work and come to know what your patterns are, what your belief systems are, how you can self-soothe more actively so that you can be that inner guide for yourself and get through all of the things that life shows you and can bring to you. And that could look like through shadow work or family systems work or ancestral resolution work. These are all things I do in my program. I know these are really big terms and you might be like, what, how do I do all that? And honestly, there's a lot, there's so many steps and I'll do my best to always try to convey what that will look like. But ultimately joining some kind of container where you're going to be confronted with your mind and learn how to connect those dots internally is going to be the thing that allows you to come into greater self-awareness and ultimately know yourself better. And I really want to talk about this element of longing without lack. So you can still desire a relationship. You can still want all of that. I think that's totally fine and healthy and awesome. And I'm not being an advocate for like shutting down your heart and just saying, I'm going to be single forever if that's not actually what you want. If that is what you want, wonderful. Embrace that. There is no right or wrong in truth, right? Whatever is right for you is right for you. And that can be okay. But if you know deep down you do want a relationship, I don't want to make that part of you feel wrong. And I want you to still feel as though you can long. You can long for connection and love and intimacy without feeling like your life is in lack. And again, ironically, when we're actually allowing ourselves to long long without being in lack, 
we're usually very attractive to the right kind of people because it's not this state of, I don't feel worthy without another. I feel like a failure without being with somebody or I don't know who I am without somebody. I know who I am. I feel fulfilled. I'm getting my connection and my needs met in the ways that I need. And I'm open and ready for the right relationship if and when it presents itself to me. And that's just such an awesome state to be and can allow us to stay in centeredness, especially in dating, right? When we're getting to know somebody that we're not really coming from this anxious place of craving their approval and really hoping or pleading that they choose us, right? We get to just stay in this centeredness and that is very attractive and can give space for the other person to lean into you and to come to you and to want to connect with you deeper, right? So it's a really important one and you can shift that lack by filling your life with things that you want to try and your own, again, passions and hobbies and interests and really just continually move towards doing things that make you happy. And the last thing that I want to say on this is you don't have to wait for a relationship to start living. You don't have to wait for anything to start living. You get to be empowered to take a hold of your life and step into what it is that you want right here and now. And that's a beautiful gift that we get to have in this life when we realize that we are more in charge than we think and that we have more choice than we think and that there is a level of bliss and happiness and connection that just resides within you and you can access that right here and now. You can feel infinite amounts of love and intimacy and depth without having a romantic partner. You can feel connection and joy and playfulness and exploration without having a romantic partner. Whatever it is that you want work on cultivating those things, connecting to those emotions and really allowing yourself to have that full experience. And I promise that from that place, you will be able to create a life that you love. And if and when it's right, call in a partner that is aligned to that. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for being here and listening. I would love it from the bottom of my heart if you could leave a rating and a review for me on this episode. It would mean so much to me and will really just help support this podcast that I can continue bringing you lots of goodness and everything like that. And of course, also an invitation to share it with your network, your friends, your family, or whomever you think could benefit from it and just spread the love around. So that's it for today. Sending you so much love and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.